following is a paid program on 630 WLAP. This is the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com. Welcome to the camp. I guess you all know why we're here. My name is Tommy, and I became aware this year. If you want to follow me, you've got to play pinball. Your earplugs, put on your eye shades, you know where to put the cork. Show. Got me? Yeah. There you go. We're going to have a great show today. How'd you come up with this song, Bo? Amazing how things work sometimes on a Saturday morning. Yeah. Just one of those things that happened. I found out who our uh, guest was this morning, and I'm thinking, how do I approach this? How how do I do this? How do I make this work? And uh, I, I've always enjoyed uh, Elvis's inspirational music and gospel music, which he's probably the only artist I've ever enjoyed listening to inspirational music. And uh, I remember this album that came out a few years ago, Elvis Presley with the uh, Royal Philharmonic, Philharmonic Orchestra. And uh, this song, If I Can Only Dream, always was kind of stuck in my head. And oh, I figured this morning would be perfect for it. Great. And, and with the guests that we're going to have this morning, it will be. Thank you. Let me start with, uh, I always start with the psalm. Um, I'm going to start with Psalm 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. The war should rise against me. In this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me upon a rock. And now shall mine head be lifted above mine enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing. I will sing praises unto the Lord. That's Psalm 27, verses 1 through 6. Okay. We have uh, two guests here. I'm going to explain a little bit about it. We have uh, first uh, Pastor Philip Derber, who is my pastor at Faith Victory Church in uh, in Frankfurt. And uh, he's been my pastor, mine and Elizabeth's pastor, for uh, about six months. It feels like six years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've uh, been going to church there. And uh, we have a special guest in town for this, this weekend, uh, who has been, um, integral in the life of, of pastor Derber and his wife, uh, Alberta. And this is, uh, uh, brother Robert Tilton, who is well known, uh, in evangelical circles for, uh, he, he had a show and, uh, a ministry in the eighties and is still active in ministry, still doing things, and uh, 
we have him here today to talk to us about um, some of the things that that he's been doing. And I'm I'm going to pretty much let this thing be. Uh, I, I don't have any agenda today, uh, other than to glorify God and to get you guys on here to talk about what what you feel like the Holy Ghost is doing these days in uh, in in the land and uh, or in your lives and that kind of thing. So uh, I'm just going to give it to you, Brother Tilton, and and let you talk a little bit about how you came to be here and, and just different things that have uh, occurred in your life. Well, thank you very much, Tom. Um, it's kind of like, you know, how long is a rope? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, be as long as you want it to be. Right. You know, uh, I, uh, I was born again. At a, uh, I grew up in church, but I wasn't born again. Yeah, and the big difference, right? I was uh, some young people came to my house during the Jesus movement in the late sixties, nineteen sixty nine, and they wanted to come in and share Christ with me. Knocked on the door. Really? Was this was, Campus Crusade? Uh, no, they were they were just kind of Jesus people. This and, was in Texas, right, Dallas, Texas, and I was working as a contractor at uh, Texas Instruments on a new type of. Uh, really? I was in the research and development department. I wasn't an engineer, but I worked with the engineers developing integrated circuits and all the wow. things. Wow, that was the cutting edge of technology back then. Back there, and Texas Instruments was the cut. <clears throat> excuse me, cutting edge of technology, and young lad, and had no purpose in life. Really? Uh, just my whole being was about why am I here and what am I going to do and where am I going to go and how does it work and no I had never had it explained to me how life works exactly and that was the hunger in my life I wanted to know how it worked how you know I, I was extreme hungry I didn't know that it was Jesus you know and which I became a you know raving fan you know, of Jesus Christ. Why didn't somebody tell me about this Jesus before now? Yeah. And, uh, but some young people came and they said, we want to, can we, can we read a passage of scripture just like you did from the Bible? And I said, a scripture, that was like a foreign word. And, um, they read where Simon, Peter, and Andrew were, uh, there on the shores of Galilee and Jesus walked by and, you know, just like right now, Jesus is walking by some people's lives, right? You know, and, and I don't say that religiously. Jesus has a way of just kind of walking by a person's life and touches them, mm-hmm. and they're just never the same again. They have had an experience. Yes. And uh, he read the passage of Scripture, and when he read that passage of Scripture, unbeknowings to me, it's like it leaped off the pages into my heart. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of sitting there, and they're playing a guitar. Really? Uh, playing a guitar, sitting on the floor. Uh, singing a Jesus song, which it was not my style. And and I heard the Lord speak to me that he had called me as a fisher of men, a minister of his gospel. Not really even knowing what that was, but I knew that I are one now. I knew that I knew that I knew I had a purpose in being in life. Bought a little plastic back New Testament and began to read it uh, there, and where uh, I since that time I'd gone into uh, working with the company that was building the new 747, the Boeing uh-huh. 747, and uh, working with them. And uh, it, you know, I, four years later, I I just couldn't stand any longer. I went into the ministry. Yeah, no place to preach. Bought an old ragged tent and put it up a few times. And you know, this was in Dallas, Dallas, Texas, Dallas, Texas. That was 1969 when I was born again and. You folks out there in Radio Land, that's 50 years that's ago. That's exactly right. 50 years ago. I know I sound very young, and I just began my journey. <laughs> We've all just began our journey. Yeah. So uh, that, ask me some questions, you know. Yeah, I'll, I will. I'll answer the ones I feel like answering, the ones I don't, I won't know. <laughs> <laughs> Would you repeat the question? Sure. <laughs> Jump in. The uh, yeah, it's go. good to be with you, Tom. Yes, sir. And uh, and uh, Pastor Bob and and Elizabeth, uh, you know what uh, 
Pastor Bob just said about that awakening, you know, uh, that void that uh, he was experiencing. I was experiencing the same thing. I was raised in church, raised in, uh, uh, you know, I, I tell people I've been on drugs uh, since I was a kid. I was drugged to church on Sunday. I was drugged <laughs> to church on Wednesday. <laughs> Plenty of drugging going on. Yeah, sang in the <laughs> choir and all that. But uh, it was religious. It yeah. was a formality. And uh, by the time I got to uh, in my teens, I said, forget this noise. And uh, it was 14 years straight. I mean, you know, this thing about uh, smoking a little dope or whatever, it always leads to higher <coughs> dimensions of addiction. So 14 straight years of drug addiction. I'm not talking about who would ever thought that uh, the kid that, uh, would get the star beside his name for the most memory verses in sixth grade, would have a needle in his arm by the time mm. he's 18. Mm. And, uh, you know, uh, that's what happened to me. So I went into 14 years drug addiction, alcoholism, and crime because back in the day uh, when you have that kind of drug habit, uh, you got to have a lot of money. I had a hundred-a-dollar-day habit, uh, and this is – uh, you know, over 30 years ago, that's a lot of money yeah. nowadays. And I wasn't making that kind of money, hustling pool and dealing drugs, so I started stealing. And uh, then uh, getting in trouble with the law, locked up 20 times, facing 21, 21 years, years in the penitentiary. Mm. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then you know, uh, I get married, and, and I marry a drug addict drunk. And so there we are together fighting and carrying on, and she was raised Catholic, and uh, we decided that this ain't working because I was a rock and roller, got a rock and roll band, going to make my big break in her fame, and she's watching television, and the show she's watching <laughs> is Pastor Bob, uh, <laughs> crazy man. Yours truly. Yeah. Crazy man, see? And, and, and uh, he's This would have been what year? 88. Yeah. 1988. And you were kind of, that was the height of your deal yeah. back then. We were on every station yeah. in every town yeah. well, every she, day. We're, she, she's watching that show, and, and he starts challenging people to make a $1,000 vow for whatever your need may be. Right. Now, we're going through a divorce. She just wants out, and she wants to keep some money. Yeah. Uh, and I want to keep the money. Uh, you needed to start your rock and roll band. Exactly. So I, I got cocaine running around my brain, volumes in my veins, and I started entertaining thoughts about how I can knock her off and uh, just keep everything. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy what the, you know, there's a devil out there. Yeah. And she she tunes in to Pastor Bob's television program and surrenders her life to Jesus. Yeah. And And something inside of her, which now you know it's the Holy Ghost, uh, tells her to make that vow. So she calls the line and uh, the prayer line, and the, and the prayer people ask her, what, what does she want prayer for? And she says, well, we're, I'm going through a divorce. I hate my husband. He hates me. And so she makes that vow, and she sits down. She could tell the story better than I could, but she starts to write a $25 check, and the Lord tells her to write the whole 1000 and she writes that without me knowing it. And three days later, it's just how it happened, Tom. Yep. Three, three days later, I'm walking through my farmhouse, 2.30 on a Saturday afternoon, and I hear this audible, booming voice that shook me to my core. And it was Jesus. I didn't need, he didn't have to tell me who he was. He said, Philip, I, all I said was, I don't know why I said it. I said, God, I don't need any more of this in my life. And him, just a booming voice, Philip, you don't need anybody but me. Mm. Get down on your knees and give your life to mm. me. Right. And I got down on my knees, and as I'm getting on my knees, I said this. I said, Lord, you know the life that I've lived in the fast lane. Speed was my thing. Yep. And I said, the first time this gets boring, I'm out of here. Because all I could remember was the religion I was raised in. Yeah. 
And I and I said, I'll give you my life, and whatever you want to do with it. But the first time he gets born, I'm I'm done. Yeah. And that was 31 years ago. And when I got up off my knees, what five drug prom- programs couldn't do, what the military, judicial system, family, friends couldn't do, it was all done in a moment. And then my wife tells me. When she walks in, I'm I'm instantly in love with her. I can't explain it to this day. The woman I hated, I'm instantly in love with. I walk up to her and tell her, try to explain to her what happened while she was gone. She thinks I'm on some it's acid or more something. drugs. Yeah, and I'm just trying to keep the money. But then it doesn't take her long to realize this man's <laughs> changed. And she remembered making that vow. Yeah. And she says, you got to see this guy on TV. <laughs> So when Monday rolls around, I'm I'm watching this crazy man. Who is this crazy man? Speaking in tongues and all that. I didn't think I was crazy. <laughs> so I like crazy. <laughs> and I finally, That's why I'm hanging around with you all. I finally get to meet him here this weekend. So it's a privilege. It's a privilege having mm-hmm. him here. So he's he's he was at our church last night for a service. He's gonna be tonight and Sunday morning also. So he's come in town. And, Brother Bob, I want to ask you a little bit. You know, people have uh, some people have negative connotations of TV ministry and, and things like that. And uh, you were the biggest of the big at one point in time. Tell us a little bit about, how you got there? What what happened along the way uh, to to get you in that spot? And you know things that happened that where you're not there anymore. Uh, you're in a different spot now. And I, I'm not trying to do some dig up dirt thing. I, I'm just trying to get the story from you about because because obviously whatever's gone on in your life has made you closer to the Lord. And well, things happen to everyone's life, and you you know you seek the Lord in in the midst of it. Yes, and you can come out of it. Yeah, you know, um, I just took that same uh, experience of having yeah. heard God speak to me. I mean, I didn't know God could talk to people, and it doesn't mean that you base your salvation on whether or not God talks to you or you have a feeling. And uh, I just, I just, I just became a, a raving fan. I yeah. just told everybody that I saw about this Jesus who, who could uh, help you find purpose uh, in life. Yeah. That you know that God has a plan for your life, and if you will accept Him, forgiveness of, you know, whatever your sins are, or whatever your forefathers' sins, uh, He will begin and make Him Lord. He will begin to help you discover your purpose in life. I wanted to know my purpose in life. And uh, then I, you know, started reading the Bible. I went, why didn't somebody tell me all this was in here before now? And uh, so I just, you know, uh, got a little TV show in Dallas, a little 30-minute show. First of all, I went on a radio station. Now, I love being on radio stations. You know, I've, I've been on a lot of radio stations and bought a lot of radio airtime. We always did daily. We always did yeah. daily one hour. Yeah. Well, we started daily 15 minutes and uh, on some of the stations, and I just had fun on the 15 minutes. I love getting on the, the station, you know. Yeah. And uh, so one thing just led to the next, and then I had a little, a little cheap camera, you know, I was just a wild young kid. I was very young. I was, you know, I started. Had you quit your job at this point with uh, with TI? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was a contractor, a subcontractor. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was just a fanatic. I just was, you know. So you went out on faith, basically. I went out there with, you know, $30 in my pocket. Wow. I don't recommend that to anybody else, but I did have the faith, and I still do. It's not the same faith I had then I still have to operate in today. You know, you receive by faith. You yeah. can receive miracles, and we we have had tremendous miracles and people who had things wrong with them that the doctors couldn't help them. And God bless doctors. Uh, you know, like in our services here, you know, at uh, Brother Derba's church there in in Frankfurt, we pray for people using the authority that is in the name of right. Jesus, and God heals people. I mean, yeah. so if someone listening right now that has a some type of a tremendous physical need. It feels good to feel good. And healing is the children's bread. Healing belongs to us. Jesus healed the sick. 
God approved Jesus of Nazareth uh, with signs, wonders, and miracles. God is still approving Jesus Christ. We're not, you know, we talk about Bob Tilton, and I've got lots of friends, and I've got lots of enemies. And the uh, biggest enemy is the devil because I know that he, 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 he uh, hurts people, makes them sick, discourages them. But anyway, so the television ministry began to grow, 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 and uh, I started a daily one-hour show. I was interviewed on the 700 Club, Pat Robertson, years ago, a long time yeah. ago and far, far away. And right. uh, uh, I saw what God did for Brother Pat. I believe God would do for me. So I went back to our church in Dallas, which was already growing. We're yeah. already having a lot of miracles. We've right. always had a lot of physical miracles. Yes. And people just get healed of all kinds of unusual, remarkable and, things. And I want to just comment briefly on what I, s just in the short time I've seen you and, and observed your ministry, your tremendous compassion mm -hmm. for the people that you're praying for. This ain't no snake oil salesman deal. Mm -hmm. it, it ain't trying to hustle you and get your money kind of thing. It's a deal of where it's just pure love of God poured out through an individual on behalf of those people that are sick mm -hmm. and that have um, infirmities. Absolutely. And uh, when and I'm convinced that that's what it's from God. Um, so am I. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's a know, good thing. 50 yeah. Years walk, 50 years walking with the Lord uh, through thick and thin trials and tribulations and how to overcome extreme difficulties. I mean, I had, yeah. candidly, I had, uh, you know, it's just not much I haven't experienced in, in, uh, in God's help. Um, so the TV show began to grow and we were on like, you know, 285 hours a day and all the, all the, all the, towns and cities and yeah we had all the satellite uplinks and all the cameras and all the this that and the other and a thousand employees wow and uh it was a it was a you know payroll was something and you know i traveled all over the place did the big crusades and you know all the you know the, we're talking about two or three hundred thousand people in different countries and you know so i i, I can you know i can just say i've been there and and i did it yeah and uh, then uh, we had started having, because we were so popular, uh, lack of a better word, on television and known, that uh, uh, network uh, news uh, agencies uh, begin to do specials on me. Yeah. And I was just, I was still young, naive guy. Uh, in those days, we didn't have, I didn't, you know, have handlers. I didn't have people keeping people away from me, so to speak. And, uh, you know, the media just had a field day with, with their ratings. We're going to have to uh, take a break there. Uh, it's our mid-hour mid, mid break. Hold that. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show, News Radio 630 WAP. No matter what you're into. There's a podcast for everything. And let's face it, they're the hottest thing going right now. So on January 17th, we're celebrating the best podcasters. With our second annual iHeartRadio Podcast Awards. From comedy to crime. Sports, pop culture, you name it. We'll be honoring the best of the best. But in order to do that, we need you to vote. So go to iHeartPodcastAwards.com. And vote on who you think should take home Podcast of the Year. We all have a favorite. Now let's give them the recognition they deserve iheartpodcastawards.com vote now all packages for a living a gas-powered mercedes-benz sprinter delivers transport people a sprinter van with zero percent financing is a five-star idea if food delivery is your thing then a gas sprinter caters to you and if you're a general contractor the sprinter with zero percent financing nails it with innovation safety and technology sprinter is built for you and it's built for your bottom line with zero percent financing the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter, starting at just $33,790. And for a limited time with IRS Section 179, you could be eligible for up to a $25,000 tax deduction. Gas engine, 0% financing, and a possible tax deduction? Now that's a Sprinter that delivers. Mercedes-Benz. Vans. Born to run. MSRP excludes all options, taxes, title, registration, transportation, charge, and dealer prep fee. Options, bond availability, national dealer price may vary. See dealer for details about costs and terms. Only valid on 2018 or 2019 Mercedes-Benz Sprinter vans, excluding cab chassis. Qualified commercial customers only. Financing offer valid through January 2nd, 2020. Consult your tax advisor. For more information, limits may apply. Visit mbvans.com.
unfortunately a damp and dreary start to the weekend here on this Saturday. We're dealing with rounds of heavy rain coming through the area. Some dry spots will be out there as well, but temperatures going to be on the cool side. We'll stay around the 40s. Then by tonight, we see those temperatures crash quickly down into the 30s. That could change some of that rain over to a mix of snow through the overnight hours. I'm WKYT. We're all just down in Bernstein for News Ready at 630 WLAP. Broadcasting live 24-7 from the heart of Big Blue Nation. This is News Radio 630 WLAP and iHeart Radio Station. You know who really loves fresh food? Amateur chefs, barbecuers, smorgasburgers, snackers, bakers, and throw it in the microwavers. At Kroger, you can get all the fresh you want at a great price with delivery and free pickup because we believe in fresh for everyone. Delicious frozen Kroger turkeys are 37 cents a pound with card. Limit two. Order for delivery or free pickup today. Restrictions apply. Kroger, fresh for everyone. If you know the value of good machines, then it's high time we got together. We're Bailey Industrial, builders of metal and woodworking equipment, hardworking machines for hardworking people. We stand behind our equipment and make sure our equipment stands behind you with the after-sales support you need to keep your shop running smoothly, which means making sure you have what you need when you need it, typically shipping within 72 hours or less. So whether you're a fabricator or manufacturer of metal or wood products, go to 920machine.com and we'll send you a catalog, over 400 pages of what you love most, machines. So whatever you're looking to build or manufacture, do it with Bailey Industrial, the company you can trust to give you the equipment and service you can rely on. Because if it's worth doing right, it's only right to do it with Bailey. Get the Machine Lover's Dream Catalog free by calling 920-MACHINE or go to 920-MACHINE.COM. Get your free catalog while they last at 920-M-A-C-H-I-N-E.COM. 630 WLAP. Why don't you swing down, sweet cherry stopping? Let me ride. Swing down, cherry stopping. Let me ride. Rock me, Lord, rock me, Lord. Come and easy way. I got home on the other side. Why don't you swing down, sweet cherry stopping? Back on the Tom Dupree show. Bo, uh, I think I'm going to hook you up with uh, uh, our, our guest here. That, when he does, when he decides to do a radio show out in uh, California where he lives, uh, he will. Uh, you can you can be his music director. Yeah, we'll we we can make that stream. we we can make that happen from Lexington all the way to uh, California. I need to get out on the West Coast anyway, so it, yeah. it would be good on this side. Right. <laughs> Speaking with uh, our guest, uh, brother Robert Tilton, uh, and we when we. When we cut off for the middle of the hour just a few minutes ago, um, you were talking about the ministry and and how it was growing and uh, some of the different news organizations uh, were trying to get interviews with you and what they were really trying to do was find a way to probably find something wrong with what you were doing. Would or be make my, up something wrong. Yeah, yeah. And... So the ministry got big, and there other big ministries at the time. Of course, Jimmy Swaggart was huge at that time, also, and uh, uh, Pat Robertson with uh, Jim Baker, CB, Jim Baker, Jim and Tammy Faye, and uh, so anyway, your ministry was uh, was growing, and uh, uh, you were you were saying about that. Well, you know. You, only tackle the guy that's got the football. And uh, I was just very, uh, you know. <laughs> you know I mean, that's you know, it. If you're going to get ratings, go the one that's got, got the audience. Yeah. You know? And uh, they would show up. I won't name any names, but the ones that everybody knows, they were, they'd show up in our services all incognito with their hidden cameras. And uh, Sunday after Sunday, like one of them, one of them who won all these awards on uh, – investigative journalism on me uh they would all dress up and hide their cameras and uh she got in a prayer line and uh unbeknownst to me that she was in the prayer line with her camera in her purse and uh i laid hands on her and the power of god came on her 
and uh, she almost fell on the floor, and we had to sit her down in a chair because she got so drunk in the Holy Ghost. And she goes, holy S, now I know what these people are talking about that we're <laughs> interviewing out, outside. You know, they're trying to, you know, they're trying to, you know, that's, you know they, have no, they have no new MOs. And, uh, and, but they've forgotten left their camera on in the car with uh, the other celebrities from network, and uh, which I sued. I sued, I sued them all, and uh, and I had the deep pockets to do it. But you know, it's it's hard to sue uh, uh, media, yeah, because they can just basically, if you're a public figure, they can pretty well just say whatever they want to say, right? And in those days, people believed everything that they heard and saw on television, sure, as true. We had no idea right. that they could. Well, if it's on TV, it must be true. You you believe that. Now. Nowadays, they say if it's on the Internet, it must be true. <laughs> well, you know, it sounds good. But uh, so anyway, uh, that just stirred up a lot of stuff. And, uh, you know, I don't want to spend, well, you know, what I went through doesn't, well, hopefully it'll help someone. But uh, I went through, uh, you know, I had to go, uh, it just uh, people believed what they were hearing on the news and uh, that I must be the worst person on the planet. And so everyone came out of the woodwork. The, the politicians came out of the woodwork. They're going to win on the, their next election on what they could, you know, tell the people about me. And they tried to take the church away, and the attorney generals tried to take the church away, and this, that, and the other. And uh, But, you know, I had a huge following, and God was good. And, you know, I ended up with uh, some very good, expensive lawyers and, we won everything, and everybody that sued me, we won all the law, all the trivial lawsuits. But I didn't win the lawsuit against uh, this particular network and their their person. Uh, but the federal judge and federal court said that uh, uh, yes, what they had said about me was not true, and they said a lot of things that were not true. Right. They left their cameras on, and they said we're going to get this guy. This Sunday, we're going to nail the last nail in his coffin. That's it for him. We're going to get him. We're going to get him this Sunday. So they just continually were there, and uh, you know me. I'm just. I'm just. I love to preach and teach and pray for people. Yeah. And help them get healed. Yeah. How old was you at this time? Well, I don't know. That was like that was ninety one, and uh, ninety one. So I was somewhere probably around fifty ish. Yeah. You know, or forty five or something. But anyway. So uh, we lost the case. It was a very expensive case. Millions. Of, they spent millions. Yeah. You know, Capital Cities, ABC, yeah. Disney. They spent millions. They had uh, PIs running everywhere. They had all their lawyers. They had their top guns. And I won't name their names, but they had their top guns, serious top guns, because they knew that they, 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 were, they had a problem, and I had a problem. And uh, we lost the case, but the federal judge ruled, wrote it out, that, uh, yes, what they said was not true, but we failed to prove malicious intent to harm. Mm. Well, oh our, our ministry, God. the income had gone from $7 million a month to uh, one. Yeah. Uh, I was still trying to make payroll. We had reserves, uh, paying bills. I was, I was had uh, like 20-something lawsuits going on at the same time. That was individuals, and then I had the government agencies. Just about all the government agencies were there. Uh, postal authorities, no FBI, no no indictments, uh, which is uh, interesting. Uh, you know, everything on the planet was said. Uh, I'm going like, wow, what, what is this all about? And uh, it was it was uh, it was a, a time in my life that uh, I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy, and uh, it had its damage on my family, uh, had its damage on my church members and all my partners across America. And uh, I went from, you know, the top uh, to just about the bottom. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I was, uh, you know, the every, you know we had uh, all the stuff going on. And uh, it was something that I'd never been prepared for. My, my ministerial friends uh, who were all, I've, I know all, had known all the successful ones. All the top ministries had been at my church and spoken. We did satellite seminars. We had 2,500 churches hooked up by satellite. You know, it's on every television station there was, uh, you know, just to sell us airtime. And uh, it was like, you know, how do you put Humpty Dumpty back together again? You know, it, it was yeah. uh, the, 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 the perception. So, right. But, you know, through that, 
I learned, do, do I really believe what I preach? Yes. If I believe what I preach, it will work for me. I remember I was on my Stairmaster. I was in my house in uh, Fort Lauderdale. My son calls me up. He, we were remodeling a house in Dallas, which was, I was never going to live in it. And uh, there was a house. Uh, we had rented at least a house while our house was being remodeled. And the uh, the F, uh, the uh, F, not FBI, whoever, the drug enforcement people came uh, to seize uh, the house that we were renting. And my son called up and said, Dad, there's guys outside with rifles and helmets, and they're knocking on the door. And what am I going to do? And I says, well, who are they? He says, I don't know. They say they're with whatever it is, ATF or F, whoever it was. I have no idea. And so I talked to him on the phone. I says, what's going on? He says, well, everything's fine with you, uh, Brother Tilton. He said, we have just simply seized this house that you're renting. The people who owned it have been busted by drug. They were drug dealers. And you just send your rent checks to us. I said, that's it? Yeah. But the next day on the, on the headlines of the Dallas Morning yeah. News, it said, Brother, Milton's home seized in federal drug Oh, my raid. gosh. Lord have mercy. I know. I mean, that just is how the media can twist and fabricate and say things. It you know? sells. It sells. Yep. Them. I mean, it, yep. but anyway, through that, I was on my treadmill, and I'm, I'm, and, and I'm quoting that scripture. Uh, Jesus said, if you'll, if you'll have the faith of God, you have the faith of God if you're a believer. He gives yeah. you the measure of faith, which is the seed that you can grow the things that you would like to have in your life. Yeah. God's, God fathered us. We're his children. We are his offspring. That makes you partakers of the divine nature. That makes you divine. And when you realize that you're God's child, you're God's offspring, God fathered you in his image and likeness, it's time for us to wake up as who we are, God's children, and begin to possess our possessions and begin to enjoy our inheritance as an heir of God and a joint heir with Jesus. But we have to exercise our authority. God is love, but he operates through the dimension of faith. And the Lord spoke to me, and I was down. My insides were empty. I was in so much pain when they were saying that. They were interrupting all the regular programming, the newspapers. They were hanging uh, edifices of me off the freeways. I couldn't drive down the road without somebody giving me the bad finger. It was just horrible. I, I could not. Gosh. The press was beyond wow. imagination. It was, it, was, it was bad. That's terrible. And it was fake news. And, you know, hopefully people realize now that you can't believe everything that's being said yeah. on the news, you know. And so anyway. You can Lord, believe what's on the Tom Dupree show. There I'm you go. You, and believe what's in the Bible. And <laughs> yeah. this is what the Lord said more, to me. More importantly. He says, if you don't doubt in your heart, but believe the things you say mm-hmm. shall come to pass. You shall have whatsoever you say it. Yeah. Money is not what's in your pocket or not in your pocket. Prosperity and health is what's in your heart and what's in your mouth. You know, that you said that last night. That's exactly right. It, it, it's true in business also. You, you see people in business who um, they may be down and out at some point in time. But they have the will to win, and mm. they have this uh, desire to do well, and uh, a motivation. It's an internal thing that uh, comes up on the inside of them and rises up, and and despite the circumstances, that's there, and it's true. Prosperity starts on the inside. The money or possessions and things like that. That's like we used to say in the. Uh, Episcopal Church. That's an outward and visible sign of an inward and spiritual grace. That that was how they described the sacrament. I, I'm a cradle Episcopalian. Was born and and there's some good sayings that the church used to talk about things that are unseen versus things that are seen. Mm-hmm. And go ahead, but the invisible it, creates the visible. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's the first, the kingdom of God. And learn to walk in his, your righteousness, yes. and all things will be added to you. Jesus was giving us the secret, the secret to success, the secret right. to having what you want, the secret to having your needs met, that it's it's not the visible, 
It's the invisible. If you will seek first the invisible kingdom of God, yeah. every, the, rich, the riches are there. And it's true in everything. Uh, it, it, th things, buildings, any of these buildings that we that we see, they started out as an idea. Mm -hmm. You know, somebody had an idea, and and then they wanted to do this and that. And uh, you know, over here at our church, uh, we we've got phase two going on. It's mm -hmm. an idea. Mm -hmm. It's going. It's getting out of the idea phase and going into the concrete phase. Mm. Your tongue is the only physical <coughs> member connected to your spirit. In other words, uh, our, our bodies house our spirit, but our tongue is the very expression of which our spirit can communicate. So like right now, the listeners, they're not seeing us, but they're hearing us. Mm. Right. Mm. And right now, as you all are talking, I'm hearing you. But words are coming out of your mouth, but I can't see those words. The words are invisible. But yet we take those words and we write them down. Mm. We write them. Now they're visible. But yet we take those words now. And, for instance, the plans for phase two came out of, you know, God speaking to me. And then I wrote it down. Then I got somebody, that an architect, to, to uh, put it on paper. And then... Now the builders take that what's on paper and what God spoke to me becomes a visible thing. Well, God took his word and made it, put it on paper to where now we have it visible. And like what Pastor Bob was saying last night, we got it in our heart. We got to get it in our heart. And then when we get it in our mouth, we have a miracle in our mouth. Yeah. And so the invisible words go to a visible pain, yeah. a visible uh, tumor, a visible... A doctor's report, a visible debt, a visible uh, rebellious child, or whatever the situation may be, and you send that word, and people say, "Well, uh, sticks and stones, uh, you know, uh, may break my bones, but words can never hurt me." That's a they lie hurt you worse than anything. It'll kill you. Yeah, it'll, it'll kill you. So when we understand that death and life are in the power of the right. tongue, mm. then we start taking and speaking. To our situations, things we want out of our life, and things that we want into our lives, we call them into being. And so people hear that, and they're unlearned in Scripture. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they tag you as you know, you name it, claim it, or so on and so forth. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So invisible creates the visible. The power, you know, and they that love it, their death and life, as you said, uh, Pastor Derber, there in Frankfort, Kentucky. Where, where I'm speaking there tonight at seven and tomorrow morning. I'm, I'm here. I, I, we flew on the airplane all the way from from LAX to Chicago to Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah, I'm getting to enjoy all of this southern hospitality around there here. We had uh, uh, we had green fried tomatoes yesterday. Yeah, we did. Had a little catfish, uh -huh. and no telling what we're going to have. Today. I'm looking forward Jim to seafood over there in Frankfurt. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's beautiful there. But it, but but, the, but this here here they are. You know, front page of the headlines several times, and uh, uh, and the Lord spoke to me, and He said, "If you don't doubt in your heart, which is what we're talking about, the, or don't doubt in your mind, but but believe those things you say shall come to pass, you shall have whatsoever you see it. That's divinity. That's the way God operates. Mm -hmm. He brought the worlds into existence yeah. through He believed. It's called faith. He believed." What he said right. would come to pass. That's authority. That's dominion in the earth. That's the way we were created to operate. And the Lord spoke to me and said, don't believe what they're saying about you. Yeah. Now, this, this was a beginning, very important lesson for me. Don't believe what they, the press, all the media, all the print, all the media, all the radio, everything. It was, it was, it was, it was all omni media was after me. Don't believe what they say, but believe what you say mm, about yeah. yourself. Mm, yeah. And that right there was a turning point in my life. It helped me not to listen to what people were saying about me or what doctors are saying about you that are listening or what, what your checkbook is saying or what your, your family or your spouse or what's going on right. in your life. Don't, Jesus is giving us the, the keys 
to the kingdom here in the earth. And you begin to assume that role and take baby steps in that direction. Don't believe, I can still hear it to this day, don't believe, when you've got the headlines and they're interrupting regular programming on the networks, it, I mean, and, and, and they just would interrupt regular programming. We bring you this breaking news, someone said this, someone said that, and none of it had any element of truth in it. Look it was at just what, a rumor. Look at what's being done to the president today. Well, look, I didn't want to go there. Yeah. <laughs> but look at it. Yeah. You, you talk about um, nonstop, the, and the whole thing, if you cut right now through it, uh, and a lot of people are, are, are going, giving into it, but you cut right down through it, there's, they, they don't have any crime that was committed, that kind of thing. But this is what the media can do in terms of, as you, as you found out in your past, fake news if they want to get off on something. Hey, they can just twist. They can cut, edit, paste. You know, television, radio. You can just, you can just. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, yeah. You know, let them go. Let the devils just go do whatever they want to do. We we are here to to use the name of Jesus for you that need yeah. prayer. You know, the Apostle Paul talked about that messenger of Satan. Yeah, that had been sent to buffet him. Right. And that, that word buffeting means a continual blow, just a continual blow, not just a punch, but a continual blow. And the Bible talks about how the devil's main objective is to wear somebody out. Yeah. You know, like if you wear a tire out on the car, you're going to have a blowout. That's it. If you don't, cha <laughs> if you don't change that, right? And so the enemy tries to wear us out, tries to wear the tread off of our faith to where we we have a blowout yeah. and can't go anywhere's and the and and uh, you know this is what's so important about the anointing the the strength of God uh, uh, abiding in His Word right because uh, I cannot imagine what uh, Pastor Bob you've been through with that persecution you know I'm 26 years local here and I've been hit you know, with this and that, but nothing like that. But what God said to you, if I'm hearing you correctly, is don't listen to what they said. Mm -hmm. What did I say? And I need to start saying. Right. Yeah. Okay. I need to say okay. what I need to say. Okay. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. No weapon formed against me is prospering, you know. Uh, and, and a scripture that really helps me, it says that if any, it says if any man draws back, yeah, God will... Yeah. God's, God's soul will have no pleasure in him. And right. so when, no matter what we're going through or what we're facing, stick we cannot draw back. We've we got, got about four minutes. What do you want to talk about in this four minutes? Last, yeah, that's all we got left. <laughs> that's it? That's it. Well, buy some more time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, get my visa card. Let's buy an extra ten minutes. Uh, well, come out to the services tonight frankfurt 122 east broadway 122 east broadway coming down the hill yeah great music god will give me a great rvn thought. band god will give me a great thought to be a blessing you know we'll pray for you see miracles miracles go with the gospel when the gospel oh. is preached the good news is preached people get help see that's something that if you really read the bible and, and get into the Bible and what it says instead of getting into religion, mm -hmm. which is what churches, many churches say, you will find that miracles followed what Jesus did. It was hand in hand. He said he confirms the word preached with signs following. I think many of us want a miracle, but we think it's okay if the other guy has one, but I'll never get one. Yeah, People think... I'm not good enough. I'm not close enough to God to have a miracle, that sort of thing. But they can. Well, the, you know, your miracle is not based on how good you are or how yeah. good we are. It's based on how good God is. That's right. Amen. I just saw your compassion for people you were praying for last night, and that has to have come through great suffering. Compassion only comes, in in my experience, through people that have suffered greatly, they can minister greatly. 
Well, I just know that people hurt. Yeah. And I want to take the time to love them. That's that's powerful. Really is. I'm so blessed to have you on my show just to be here. You know, thank you for being here. And I know you've been through a lot of pain. That's nothing. Well, it is something. But it, it's it's what made you what you are. I think I'm very, lack of a better word for Kentucky, distilled. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a good word. Oh, boy. You just woke up all of, Mar- all of Kentucky right there. Yeah. Yeah. Very distilled. Yeah. It, it, it's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah. And, yeah. and where, where we live is lots of vineyards like a little Napa. Yeah. You know, unless that grape gets crushed and that, they call it crushing. We just got through going through harvest and crushing time. Yep. And, and the juice doesn't come out unless the grape is crushed. That's right. Uh, you know, but, uh, you know, my, my scripture that gives, how much time we got that? My scripture that. A minute. Uh, a minute. Galatians 2.20. I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but it's Christ that liveth in me. And the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave his life for me. I gave my life to Christ, changed my life forever. Mm -hmm. We're children of God, being born again, accepting him as the Messiah and making him the Lord of our life, just simply accepting him into your heart, your life, and telling someone about it, that you're not ashamed of this Jesus. That's right. That's beautiful. And I'm not ashamed either. It's been a blessing to have both of you on the show. Thank Uh, you. uh, Thank you. And um, we'll see you tonight uh, at uh, at church. And uh, uh, stay with us. For hour number two, uh, Philip Sexton will be here. We'll be talking about the markets and, you know, what's going on in the in the economy. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP. 